and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Acebo. And we are joined once again by a special guest, a returning guest, in fact, but now with a master's in education, it's... Colleen Dennis. Woo-woo! Still a Sabo to me, but you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Andrew's sister and yeah. previous week's guest, Brendan's sister as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of Sabos running around this mm-hmm. place. Yeah, mm-hmm. watch out. Dylan's house is a mess. <laughs> And uh, Colleen's on this episode because uh, we got a uh, an angry text when the first episode published that said, you're doing search for wit. Why am I not on? Uh, yeah. True story. Because mm-hmm. this is my favorite. I mm-hmm. loved the search for wit. Mm-hmm. To the point where I'm pretty sure the reason why that tape was missing from the library was not because of Brendan. That it was, was me. It was you. That was me. Okay. Yes. Did the church library have more than one copy of that album? Do you know? Yes, they did. Okay. Okay. And both times the tapes were missing. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Adam. Yep. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 great. No I, one was. You guys <laughs> both ruined my child. This could I'm have so been sorry. the episode that I listened to the most as well. But between the Deckard household <laughs> and the Acebo household. I never got to we listen to it. ruined it for you. Mm-hmm. So instead, I've listened to this episode, I don't know, this is maybe my third time this uh, week. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I listened to it a couple times growing up, but this was not like a landmark episode for me in oh. the way it was for everyone else. No, it was like... Because I didn't have access to it. I never I had access to all weekly, three parts. But <laughs> it was close to weekly for a while. Yeah. 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 Listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's quality quality episode, but I, I'm much more close to Dylan where I don't really, like, I couldn't remember the beat-by-beat plot points of this arc in the way that I can for so many other episodes of Odyssey. Well, this one's much older than the ones that you were listening to. Yes and no. So, like, I feel like this came out in an era that I was, like, that I did listen to, and I did listen to it, like, on the radio on the radio, on the website, you know, in middle school and stuff. Like, I, I did circle back around to it. But as far as the, the VHS, I'm sorry, the the cassette tapes that we had. That were in, like, a VHS case. To that be were in yeah, a VHS story. case. They looked like they were in, like, the Disney yeah. VHS yeah. Oh, yeah, case. the real thick ones. Uh-huh, the white ones. Yeah. Yeah. With the, like, border that you could cut your finger on. Right. Because yeah, it would yeah. split open. Yes. <laughs> in, like, a, like, this wasn't Weapon. really plastic, but it was kind of plastic. Like, what What was, what happened there? Flabric. Like, plastic how fabric. do we, yeah, I mean, it was kind of vinyl, maybe? It was yeah. vinyly? But, like, I don't understand how we wound up in that situation where that was, like, a thing. Because well, most VHS tapes just had the like cardboard sleeves. Tiny, right. like, tape. Yeah. Like individual tapes and they mm-hmm. want to group them together. Right. No, no, I get that. I'm just like, I don't know why Disney has like the weird clamshell. Uh, and then why Odyssey went like, yeah, we're going to take that same format. We're going to redesign it so that it fits six cassettes. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be our thing. Well, Disney's had to become collector's items later. So, yeah, you know, that's that. true. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what they were trying to future proof <laughs> themselves. I mean, look, I think plenty of people did collect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have increased in value. I can't imagine. I have no idea. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, I really. I feel like there's every week there's someone posting on, you know, eBay. Like, here's my entire collection of Odyssey. Please yeah. get rid of this. I no longer have a use for it. I have two Sterilite bins filled with Odyssey cassettes. Yeah. Please. Yep. <laughs> my wife is threatening to leave me. 
Yeah. I do think, I think that would be a good centerpiece for your future apartment, Andrew, if just you had like bookshelves, but rather than books, it was just all the Odyssey cassettes. No. So what I was going to say is like, you know how um, coffee tables, they have like clear <laughs> lacquer clear on top. Wine. And yeah, yeah. Just put a bunch of cassette tapes in there and the album artwork. You could have them all lined up next to each other or you could uh-huh. have it like spread out a little uh, like a scatter. Yeah, you put them spine up. <laughs> just the spines. <laughs> There You're you looking go. down on a bookcase. That actually, I don't. Hate I think that. that would look kind of cool. Yeah, that would look sick. It, it'd make it really hard to get to my cassettes, though. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, how get to often them. Yeah. would you get to? You know, <laughs> you, you need you to would use just those. Look at them. Yeah. Or you know, you probably hinge top on one of those things. Oh yeah, that, that would, be would cool. get pretty complicated. Yeah, you you don't you don't like the you know taking everything off your coffee table, which are always like very organized to you yeah, know, yeah. get the stuff underneath. Mm-mm. Nope. Maybe drawers. Maybe we ditched drawers. our drawers coffee underneath. table yeah. because it was just always messy. Yeah, coffee tables are just a place for junk to collect. And so I have an ottoman. That's fair. I would argue that ottomans are just a place for junk to collect. I'm but avoiding it so hidden. far. True, true. There you go. All right. Um, we don't have a promo this week because it's a three-parter and the same promo is used for all three weeks, even though the wiki has it tagged slightly wrong, which is... Not a fight, you know, I'm willing to fight right now, but if you are the person who's in control of that, you know, hey. Um, so we can just get into the text of the episode itself. I don't know. You you like this episode, Colleen? <coughs> yes, but out of the three, it's my least favorite. Oh, That's, interesting. I know. She said that to me before we recorded like a couple days ago, and I was just absolutely floored by this. You need to defend yourself. Okay, if you look at a good story, right? Yeah. The climax was in the second part. The buildup was in the first part. So we just get all the resolution and it almost seems like it's a little too fast. That's fair. Yeah. So, no, I'm with I'm with Colleen. This is the this is the weakest of the three, hands down. Okay. This I really is like such a weird fizzle. It is a very story. weird fizzle. Hmm? Like my favorite was the second one. Yeah. Because that's where Wit shows up. Yeah, well, and and it's a little bit more about, like, them being in another country, and you kind of get, like, the cross of Cortez of it all, where, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like them navigating a foreign country and all that hijinks and going to new places and stuff. And And you have enough that you know what's going on, but not enough that you're like, oh, I know exactly what's happening next. Yeah, certainly. (sighs) But the episode starts out with, what, Eugene and... Um, Jason are talking and then Eugene branches off and Jason stays there and Eugene says bye and then Tasha walks in. Right. Because they don't have the weird, like it doesn't start with the Jason, Tasha yeah. and then Eugene has to excuse himself. He actually leaves first this time mm-hmm. and he says Godspeed to Jason, which I really should say more. It right? is, it's fun. I think I love Godspeed saying- is like really good and would kind of fit my thing yes mm. as like a person who says folks all the time i yeah. feel like i could say godspeed and get away with it oh yeah no that's totally undoubtedly yeah yeah all right i'm gonna work on that you guys hold me accountable okay certainly you have not said godspeed yet <laughs> oh, my uh i'm gonna expect one per letterboxd <laughs> review for the next six months <laughs> i don't think that that would work but okay i think 
That's next, probably, yeah. My next review is just Godspeed. No notes, like <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's just... Or yep. you could sign them, sign all of your uh, reviews, like Godspeed, Dylan Godspeed, Weaver. Dylan... Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so this is... Yeah, so Eugene excuses himself. Jason and Tasha are talking. He confronts... She She comes in, she gives him a nice big hug. It's cute. We don't... Like, it's not ex- said it, nothing said mm-hmm. about it, but we hear it, mm-hmm. which is, it always surprises me how well this show does at making hugs, hugs sound. sound. <laughs> right? Like, that's a pretty quiet action. Yeah. Mm. And they, yeah, just capture it well in the audio form. Clothes and, rustling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, yeah, so they're, they, they get, I don't know, Jason gets at Tasha's throat pretty quick again. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about he's accusing the agency of bugging his room. Yep. Which she doesn't admit to, but does. And she then, doesn't deny it. <laughs> right. And then he's, you know, throws out that he thinks that Alfred Brownlee is working for the agency. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she does confirm that. Right. Um, and then he just goes full force and is like, I think you enjoy all of this and your job too much. How do you know? How do you even know what truth is at this point? Um, very, um, you know, I think Tasha at this point is lost in the labyrinth of lies. Oh, certainly. Yes. Um, I don't know. I feel like he goes from zero to 60 real fast. Uh huh. There's like being really good at your job and able to manage a lot of smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. because that is her job. Yep. And then there's also like, getting actually lost in it and i don't yeah. think she's lost hmm. i think she just really likes her job and he can't handle it yeah yeah I, oh that I is from this. definitely true the other thing that i think it's interesting like viewing this episode in like the greater odyssey context where like i guess at this point jason has like left his spy days behind him but mm-hmm. he, but like he's about to go full force back into it for the rest of his time Right. Yeah. Until eventually, I guess, he retires at J&J Antiques, which is now Triple J. But, like, mm-hmm. the, like, it's funny that he's, like, playing, like, small town guy and, like, accusing her of being yeah. an adrenaline junkie. When I'm like, no, Jason, this is also you. <laughs> like, you're, like, during this season, able to, like, kind of pretend like it isn't. But, like... Then, like, you get a taste of it and you go full fledged. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he's he loves he loves the spy thing. Well, yeah, and the and whole so thing it's is that funny he used that to like, do it right? Like, it's funny that he's he seems so removed and like he doesn't understand the appeal anymore <laughs> in these episodes. Yeah, when it's like, dude, we're coming hot off Blackguard, in which you like formed an army of children. Yeah, and like right. I know you feel bad about that by the end of it, but like. You're not... You're not over her. <laughs> like, and by her, I mean the agency. Yeah, yeah. Like, it... I don't... Yeah, it's it's just funny for him to play it as though, like, I'm above it and I don't get it. And I'm like, mm. are you? Do you? Certainly not, in my opinion. Well, and maybe he just thinks that he should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because this is his downtime. Right. And he did want to get married. So maybe he's looking to slow down. Yeah. Not that he does, but. Right, right. He might kind of be in denial right now or yeah. be at least trying to play the part of small town guy. It's just funny that like he is he's rebelling against it so hard 
in a way where it's just like, yeah, but you do fundamentally understand the appeal here, yeah, Jason, yeah. <laughs> even if you're right. pretending you don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like. No, I agree 100% with the whole, yeah, and yeah, it's a, like, they're, they're asking you to suspend disbelief in thinking that Jason is actually, like, yeah, like, he wouldn't understand the, 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 the high of working, or just even the, the personal benefits of, you know, working for the agency, and the enjoyment that, like, having a, a job well done can, can provide you. Yeah. They're just really trying to play him up as, like, yeah, small town guy yeah. who can't deal with his secret agent girlfriend. And it's like, two seconds ago, you were a secret agent. Yeah. Well, and I think they also need him to play more of John Avery's son mm. and less of an adult that has done this before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. No, I agree. And I also think that it serves to try and pit the audience against Tasha in a way that I feel like the show is kind of like I, presenting it in a way that like at least before where she wasn't sure that she wanted to quit the agency and Jason was like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? Like just leave it behind. That's what I did. She goes back to it and then she gets really into it and there's these problems and he doesn't you know air quotes doesn't understand um yeah i just i right. feel like they're this laying is... the groundwork now for them to break up yeah yeah which is miserable and terrible and like doesn't make sense <laughs> given their characters and everything that's happened i don't know it's like not what? not a great tasha episode only because she was written terribly <laughs> yeah which is kind of how i feel about these three like i or i don't know it's not that they're, the Tasha-Jason interplay is written weird. I don't know that Tasha herself is written that poorly through all of this. Like, I feel like she's pretty consistent. Yeah. And Jason's the one who's a little bit more all over the place. Have you noticed the strong, independent females don't do well in relationships in Odyssey? <laughs> yeah. Just in general. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Mayor Margaret Fay. We'll be covering you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even Connie is, like, a strong, independent woman in the Odyssey world and is famously single. Yeah. Well, now she is. I mean, well, she got she got one relationship, but, you know. Yeah, didn't. well, no, but, like, now she's a strong, independent female. When she was oh. in her relationship, she was not. Yeah. True. She was very needy. True. Mm-hmm. I would say before her relationship, though, she did have a little bit more independence. Yeah, that's true. And that there was some, yeah, definitely regression, but in the character. <laughs> and Connie swings wildly episode to episode, depending on who's writing her. Yeah. If there's anything we've learned doing this show, it's Amen. that, like, she has, like, every other character is either consistent or has an arc, mm-hmm. and Connie, you cannot plot, is just all over the place. Yep. In this episode, she's a wit stand-in. In this episode, she's like a petulant high schooler. Yeah. Were those two episodes next to each other? Yeah. Does of that course. matter? No. No. Why would it? Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, but yeah. And th- at this point, Jason lobs the the question at Tasha, which that I brought up last episode, which is like, why are you here? Is this not like an a emotional conflict, conflict yeah. of interest? And Tasha's like, no, 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 that's the whole reason I'm here. The agency was counting on the fact that I would know you. Um, 
And that's when Jason's like, well, you know what I'm going to do now? And she's like, walk away. And then he's like, yep, and walks away. What a jerk move. I mean, yeah. you're not playing the part well, sir. Yeah. No. I mean, okay. I understand he walked out. But they, neither of them were being good to each other. No. She no. shouldn't have taken the job and taken another job instead. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Jason should actually, you know, communicate. Mm. Respect his fiance's independence and yeah. autonomy to make choices for herself. Yeah. I know it's it's a, it's a hard concept for some of us to grasp, but um yeah, their their whole thing is weird here cuz like we find out later that like that hug was so that Tasha could plant a bug. Mm-hmm. It's just like on one hand I'm like the bug hug. Oh, the bug <laughs> hug. I don't know how a re- relationship survives this much like nonsense, but I'd be willing to find out. <laughs> I mean, I'm messy. like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems messy, but also, I don't know. The idea of dating a spy. I've heard of worse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the whole TV show about it. It's actually kind of fun. What? It's called I'm The Company sure. You Keep. Oh, never uh, heard of it. It's good. How, yeah. Milo Vegemantilia. Oh, hey, oh, we like him. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What a hunk. Yeah. True story. We then get to Tasha Leaves. We cut to Eugene talking to Wit. Wit is pretending to be a custodian and says, like, don't turn around. Um, don't turn around. I'm pretending to be a custodian. <laughs> yep. Like, what the hell? Uh-huh. And uh, and then Jason shows up and explains how he ditched his, t- his tail by mm-hmm. going bus, taxi, bus, taxi. Mm-hmm. And Eugene explains that he ditched his tail by ducking into someone and putting on you know a hat he and ducked then, like, into a crowd of a lot of tourists and then hid behind a stand and then put on a turban and then came out of the crowd there you go costume change mm-hmm. believing he looks like an entirely different person i agree he does um if he removed the glasses who would he even be i don't think he has eyes if he takes them off Unfortunately, the new artwork does give Eugene eyes, uh, but in my heart, yeah, in he my heart, it's his old eyes. He does a costume change, and then Wit's like, "Can you guys stop being so self-congratulatory? We do actually have things to discuss." Yeah, <laughs> and the things to discuss is that they're hopping on a bus because they're going on a bone hunt. Yep, they're hunting for the bones of Christ. Thinking about that, like. Oh, geez. And then they get surprised when they actually show up in, like, a tomb. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're looking for bones. Yep. Right. Where bones did you think tend they tend to hang out be? in tombs. Right. In my personal opinion. Experience. Ideally, if they're not in the tombs, then we have problems. Mm. Or cause for celebration. It really depends on the bones. So I like Eugene's little... If bones weren't in the tomb for Jesus, empty tomb... Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying if we found the bones elsewhere, that would be cause for <laughs> yeah, celebration. Yes. Thank goodness we found the bones of Christ at the top of a mountain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe he walked away. Actually, that would and be kind of sick if it was like smite, a, like when he ascended, yeah, the yeah, skeleton yeah, the just stayed behind. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would. Oh wait, during the transfiguration, not even during the ascension. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, just, it's Moses <laughs> and Elijah and then just the skeleton of Christ. 
Listen to him. He is my son. Oh my god. All right, Andrew, start that cult. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go find those bones. Amen. On the mountain. Bone cult. Bone Uh, cult. (laughs) So right. So they. Wit explains that like he had his own dig site that was separate because Mm -hmm. Dr. Baines, who was the previous guy who then i eugene is just here in this episode to like mansplain everything yeah 100 percent. yeah like he's just an exposition machine and he's like dr baines that's the guy who called you to be on this expedition when you know and that's why you left odyssey and i'm like thanks thanks eugene um but it's like yeah i had this separate dig that no one knew about that was mm-hmm. in the woods and i'm like no one knew you were like sneaking away to go to another dig site constantly. Like you were there to be at one dig site with other people. I think you may have been moonlighting at another dig site. <laughs> this man has not slept no, in, no. in the Six two months. years since he's left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just running on coke. <laughs> well, and I mean, he's not taking care of kids all the time, so he's actually getting a decent level of sleep when he sleeps yeah true Mm -hmm. that is valuable and uh yeah i mean i can't imagine you know how stress-free his life is there's no television well it's never been a television no no i know but there's there's not a television for miles at this dig site (laughs) he can't there can be no contact anybody yeah yeah it's true or if he does it's just through broken you know broken voicemails and shipped cassettes you know all the all the fun stuff um, that, that is not you, even close, no. but okay. Brendan's was so much yeah, better. Yeah, it was really good. You shouldn't have tried. Um, and so... Yeah. I think that might be the you beginning. Wanna, you want to keep going, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. You want to interrupt me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so the... Um, the... So they like are approaching this dig site and Jason points out that there's a helicopter that's been circling above them. And so they decide to hide from the helicopter. They're just going to sprint for where they need to go. Yeah. I'm going to throw them off the trail by leading them right to it. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I think they were just ready to duck away and get yeah. what need to be done done. You that's know? fair. We're getting very functional here. Um, and so then they so they so they run, they like walk through this thing, they move something and suddenly they're in Wit's dig site. Yeah, they're in this tunnel. Yeah. Like oh bush. yeah, yeah, it's the tunnel. Yeah. A tunnel. They move a bush and there's a tunnel. I'm just gonna keep like, saying tunnel. Yeah. Um dig, dig Odyssey a loves a tunnel. They do. They, they, do, really they have a tunnel. lot of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a child, I always wanted to dig a tunnel. Right? Yeah. Yeah, still, but which came first, Odyssey or your desire to tunnel? The desire to tunnel because yeah. my best friend's dad used to tell us stories like before bed about tunnels and like they would lead to different storybook mm-hmm. places. Oh, oh storybook places. Yeah. See, it was like a bedtime yeah. story. And he also had one that was like doors, kind of like um, the magician's that, nephew yeah. situation. Colleen, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Love the magician's yep. nephew. Yep. Oh. Bedtime stories yeah. with Mr. Bailey. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, so they, so they arrive at the tunnel, and then this is where we start to explain that this area was, like, 
the document and this area could be traced back to extremist like Jewish Sadducees. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it Tau? Yeah, right. There's this. There's a Hebrew letter of Tau that then like corresponds to these people and we've got this tunnel of tombs and this is very like we talked about a little bit last week with brendan but like very dead sea scrolls with the like extremist jewish sect is like Mm -hmm. kind of the whole dead sea scrolls thing except this one ties it way more into the story of christ than what like the dead sea scrolls are but Mm -hmm. like they're pulling from that same kind of mythology um and the document that we found it's revealed claims to have been written by judas iscariot mm-hmm. um who wrote the document and then like moved the bones because he like because the story goes like that the disciples stole the bones which is like a classic heresy yeah. Yeah. like um explanation of like hey this is how you know that the, this they is how there. jesus that, right yeah. resurrection actually happened and it's like they bribed the guards to steal the bones um and in this, it's like you've got that same thing, but then you're doing, um, but then Judas like doesn't like feels really bad about that, and so he moves the bones, mm-hmm. which I I can't quite track what the logic is there, but it it won't be the first time I say those words, especially um, with this at. at- yeah, yeah, this episode and the the rapid exposition lets tie everything Correct. up so it makes sense. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, and so we get the so there they just there's the he the spot where Judas hid the bones was like underneath a crown of or like was underneath a symbol for suffering. And so they're mm-hmm. looking for a cross and they're not finding it. And then Eugene finds what he thinks are thistles, but is actually a crown of thorns. And that's where it is. And then in walks everyone else. Yep. <laughs> well, everybody was following them. Before he has like his like small crisis of faith, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fair. I really appreciate it mm-hmm. because with Wit being gone for so long, I felt like they addressed it in a way that Wit totally would. It felt very authentic to him. Yeah. So. Yeah. And by that, it was Wit saying, trust the Bible, not what anybody else is saying. (laughs) Well, yeah, like we walk by faith and not by sight. Certainly. And just because somebody says it's one way doesn't mean that it actually is. And if it is true, the science is going to back it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like we could find bones and they wouldn't be Jesus's. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Which, yeah. yes, I, because like Jason's Those just kind of, of been mountain. like, yeah, <laughs> Jason's been kind of just shrugging it off the whole, every time Eugene mm-hmm. has an issue and Wit actually is like, Addresses no, it. like let's talk about this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like Jason's really good at establishing like, yeah, this doesn't give me any concern, but he can't communicate to Eugene why it shouldn't give Eugene concern. Well, and that's the difference between Jason and Wit. Yep. Is because Wit is all about the relationship and right. Jason is not. Right. Jason's got it figured out for himself, but he doesn't really need or have the ability to communicate that that to those around him. That is what Jack is there for. Right. Um, and only to communicate if he is asked to communicate. Right, right, right. Jack <laughs> will not just... provide information, but he will yeah. stand there and absorb it all until the most reactionary person. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so like you said, everybody shows up. Everybody was following them. The helicopter, Tasha, the, well, uh, before Tasha gets there, um, yeah, so, Stephen well, Charles, Ben Bibb, so, Alfred Brownlee. Right, so Professor Charles walks in and reveals that he followed Eugene. And then Benjamin walks in with a gun, but they're careful to not say that it's a gun. Uh-huh. They just like vaguely refer to it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And like we hear the and you sound. Hear the sound. But yeah. like Which was so good. Yeah. It feels like a very conscious choice to be like, we're not trying to put this one behind like our this is for adult audience tag or whatever. The, you know, listen with your parents. Right. Yeah. They're trying to be like, yeah, this one can be listened to by kids. So we're just going to fudge it a little bit. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to skirt the the being held at gunpoint. Right. It, it's going to happen. It's just right. they won't know unless they listen closely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Brownlee comes in. And so, oh, and, and we kind of... Uh, surmises that charles is working for the symposium yeah then brownlee walks in and it's like ah you must be working for first things and then they and then we find out no they're working together and then char and so then they like dig up the 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 casket Mm -hmm. which is stone and they're gonna open it up and then at that point charles tells benjamin to point the gun at brownlee and is Mm -hmm. like you know I don't actually need you. I just need this stuff. I want it to be me. You were just like a vehicle to get here and be a distraction. They open the casket. There are jars with parchment. And then Tasha walks in. You're... Because, yeah, they're... Yeah. And it's just it's just this whole thing of like, we're double-crossing you, double-crossing... And it's like, it... It is just kind of like... Ending with a ending with a whimper rather than a bang. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like this should be like there should be booby traps in here, mm-hmm. or there should be some like I, I kept like an Indiana about, Jones situation, right? Yeah, a a okay. rock col- like a like a rock slide, something right. like well, that. Even what a I kept what I kept thinking of was the caves of Qumran, which yeah. is the video episode that is like the archaeology oh, like it's the indiana right. jones episode of the video show which mm-hmm. we covered as bonus content if you give us three dollars you can listen to all of that but the um but the deal with that episode is right like it ends with this like gambit where it's like i if you like keep the treasure you're going to die so you have to give up the treasure yeah. in order to like live and escape and like it the real it, treasure isn't the treasure. Right. And it has this like really it's both harrowing and like drives home the point mm-hmm. of the rest of the episode and like a good message. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this one doesn't do that. It's just kind of like, ah, eh, all these people are like double crossing each other in ways that I think probably enhanced by the fact that like we're doing this as a podcast, but like we're unsurprising and not particularly interesting yeah well and and maybe listening to it when you're listening to all three back to back it might be more fun and if you don't know what's coming it might be more fun but like doing it the way we were doing it, i was just kind of like oh like i wanted like a grand finale it was just and you just right you just yeah. kind of gave me the stuff i already knew it was kind of like they ran out of time Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to do a fourth episode. Yeah, except that this episode has so much filler, or it's yeah. just like it. The episode feels like it's got like, like they spend so much time in the cave 
on this climax that is nothing. Mm -hmm. Or I'm like, you could have done something interesting with that time, right? Right. Yeah. And then they have like the weird wrap up afterwards that's kind of useless. Yeah, no, yeah. it's. It, I mean, it really only serves to explain that Wit isn't coming back to Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. And so she, so Tasha shows up and her and Jason have kind of a cute interplay where, you know, they're mm -hmm. referring to each other with terms of endearment, but mm -hmm. like kind of tongue in cheek about it. I don't know. It works for me. It's mm -hmm. the kind of thing that I like. Um, but the, uh, the point is that, right, she put a track a tracker on jason has arrived there she's now got a gun so mm -hmm. benjamin drops his yep and she's bringing them all in yeah which is again like i think for me contributed to the anticlimactic nature of it where like it wasn't entirely clear that benjamin did have a gun until she came in very clearly with a gun and told him to drop his you know and so like it, it felt like while there were stakes it was just, like, a bunch of people mad at each other in a tunnel, and then Tasha comes in and is like, all right, you're all under arrest, and then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, I I don't know. I think maybe the anticlimactic nature of it is probably why it doesn't stick in my head in the same, like, the plot of this episode doesn't stick in my head the same way as you know, uh, a Novacom or a, a Blackguard. Well, or... I mean, both of those end in the most dramatic ways possible. Just yeah, like... certainly. Uh, yeah, Green Ring's pretty dramatic, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> train crash. Yeah. Um, let me think of something Here's less. Here's a train coming. It's coming around the bend. Maury didn't end. <laughs> I don't think it ended. That's I think right. that's the problem. But it's also bad through and through. Through and so. through. <laughs> anyway. Um... I don't know. What do you, you you have thoughts on this on this part? Like on all the double crossing? Like, is there a point? Like, what is the message we're trying to hammer home here? Oh, deception! The world wants to deceive say, you. I think it's all just the lies, the deception, the lies, the fact that Jason and don't. Tasha can't continue a relationship when there's so much deception going on in Tasha's life, and Jason doesn't want that right now and um mm. it doesn't apparently have a place in odyssey because wit is still kind of with it and in it so he's not going to be back in odyssey right Ooh. that's actually that's that's interesting because right because the whole the whole thing we come to find out about the document is that it's all about deception right mm -hmm. and we find out that like neither the symposium or first things actually existed Mm -hmm. Right. Those were just like fake organizations to distract people from the from the like um black market sale of of artifacts. And so right, so you do have and you've got the like guy pulls a gun, the double cross, the Jason calls it like a triple cross at one point, like they kind of lose track, and that's where like it gets muddy. But right, it is all coming back to that Yeah, that theme of like lies and deception interesting yeah. no that's that's actually really good insight well and i would say that like by far the the theme that probably focus wants us to take from this is like trust in the word of the lord which is the bible and like that's the like you'll see the major points of tension that's how they're resolved like between eugene and his faith and between eugene and wit and jason and all of that like when when they're so lost and and confused and what you know what can we do with all of this deception and helplessness like 
yeah, th- that's when the the wonderful Sunday school answer of like Jesus and the Bible is what you should trust comes back, which is good and useful and valuable. I think it also serves to further cleave the divide between Jason and Tasha because Jason is clearly very faith oriented clearly very faith oriented now in his retirement um compared to Tasha who is doesn't have any qualms about lying and deceiving people for the sake of her um employment and such. Do I think, I think that's good? I don't know. But <laughs> I feel like that's what I took from it was just like uh, every – it doesn't matter how good or how compelling the lies are. Everybody's lying to you and you just need to believe the Bible. Well, and we have this after Blackard. Yeah. Which had all of the lies and the deceit happening hometown. Yeah. And so I think ah. they have kind of intentionally pushed this abroad. Yeah. To – come back to the integrity Academia's of lying to you. Uh, Odyssey, like being that quaint, small town, nothing bad happens here situation, and all of that happens elsewhere. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is, that is like a, that. Yeah, a good read. Um, so we find out then they have the documents analyzed in like, as quickly as possible. Yeah. So fast. I mean, it's still freaking like, Eugene don't out. Touch Actually, it. I guess we before, know exactly what they are. Before we know about the documents, <laughs> we have the exchange between Jason and Tasha, which seems like an end to their relationship. Yeah. It is unclear if that is actually holds any finality, but it's just kind of Jason being like, I like I'm gonna go back home to Odyssey. You're going to stay out here and keep doing your agent stuff. I don't think we're going to find common ground here. And you get the interesting thing where Wit, where like Jason leaves and Wit said, like makes a comment to Eugene of like, I wish they had like talked it out yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, so is Jason team or is Wit team Tasha? Yeah, I think he is. Is that like the implication there that he's like, Jason has a hard time expressing his feelings in general. I think he's mm. team Jason and just wants Jason to be able to have some closure there. Yeah. Be a man. Yeah. Talk about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Well, and explore the options because yeah. he's like, he doesn't stop and think for a very long period of time about really anything. That's no. true. He's, he's, he's always on the go. So just having that, like, no, you actually should talk this out, process it, step away. Like, you're engaged. That's mm. kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. it's not going to work, it's not going to work. But Yeah. 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 And then um, we, yeah, then we find out about the document. Mm-hmm. And the deal there is that, like, it's a bunch of copy, like, those, um, uh, Jars mm-hmm. contained a bunch of copies of the same, like, Gospel of Judas, mm-hmm. this Q document that they found that is, but they also contained a letter that describes the, that this was all a ploy from the Sadducees to, um, 
to create like a false gospel to run counter to the gospels that were circulating at the time to try and do that. And Witt speculates that like their plan wound up failing because, and they were doing this all like with the aid of Rome, Mm -hmm. but their plan failed when like the uprisings happened and Jerusalem got, you know, burned to the ground and Rome came in and just trampled all over everything. And that was kind of like where this story ended. Which is, you know, I I appreciate that 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 like incorporating of like you know, a real of actual yeah. history, like yeah. that part's cool. Well, I dig and they that. actually provided an explanation, which sometimes they don't. Yeah. So that was yeah. nice. I do, however, or I I don't understand why, even though I understand their plan wasn't carried out the full way. Why? does the book that is supposed to disprove the gospel have instructions that lead to an explanation of how it is fake? I always assume there are two separate documents. But we found the Q document. Right. Which was this gospel of Judah. Uh. And that is how he he was able to use the stuff in that to find about out about the moving of the bones, right. which is how they found the casket. And the casket contained the letter that said all of this is a lie. Right. I feel like you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you shouldn't like actually put that in writing. Yeah. Right. Well, like one, a giant right. one, you shouldn't have that letter. <laughs> yeah. To begin with, but or like, and you shouldn't preserve it. Like, there's no reason to preserve that letter. Mm. You're, the goal is to circulate this document that disproves everything. Why would you keep that letter ever? You burn that letter immediately. But two, if you're going to hide that letter, don't include instructions on how to get to that letter in the document that you're trying to send out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like a weird circle where I'm like, the only clues Wit had to find the location of this casket was the Q document. And the casket contained the Q document and doc and a document that said the Q document's a lie. And that just seems like a bad idea. Well, I don't think it's the Q document's something else. I, I, these, he thought it was the Q initially, but that it's, it's sorry, sorry. Gospel of Judah. Yeah, or, yeah. or of, of Judas. 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 <laughs> Gospel of Judas, something different. Gospel of Judas. But like if we're gonna call it the Gospel of Judas, or we're gonna call it the Q, that doesn't really matter to me. Like, yeah, okay. Using those two things interchangeably at this point. Certainly. No, that makes sense. But like the document we yeah, had yeah. held itself out as being the truth. Yes. But in the that document, there were instructions on how to find out that the document was actually a lie. How to Logically, falsify this claim. they would claim. not be in the same place. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a bad plan. <laughs> now, they did not burn parchment back then because it was really hard to make. It was very expensive. Oh. So everything was overwritten. Oh, sure. Sure. So that would be why they didn't destroy it. But, uh, yeah. Could have written The location... It. That was a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Feels fairly contrived. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's it's fine. It's just like, it is the weird thing where it's like, they had like, I don't know, three-fifths, maybe four-fifths of a story here, and then just did like a weird kind of fumble yada yada towards the end. Yeah. Where I'm like, 
why did like this suddenly it gets to the end and it's like the stakes have dropped and the reasoning is kind of circular and this isn't nearly as exciting as what I wanted it to be to conclude like this big arc. It's like we're really the thing that's and to be fair the thing that this arc's doing that's exciting is bringing wit back from the dead. Right. Like that is the focus. That is the thing that's exciting. And that's like the best part when you listen to all three is them trying to find out where Wit is and then yeah. he's hiding and then he's right. it's called, up at all these things like that's the yeah. fun part it's called the search for Wit it's not called the search for the Q document right the search like for the, bones the point of is that right the point is that they find Wit and like yeah. that's exciting and like I think I also my enjoyment of this episode even as a child was hurt in that like I listened to Odyssey in such a non-linear man- matter Mm. manner that I never really realized that he was gone yeah like I don't know that I ever drew a line to oh wit's not around and then wit is around like it so because I there are so many listen to it yeah linearly right and, and that, so like that pays that's off fun. that's mm-hmm. cool so, yeah but it's like I was right I was jumping from album to album and especially as we get like how Smith is like wits in every episode. And then like as we get Hurlinger and, Bol- and beyond, there are a lot of times where like wits just not around mm-hmm. right. for an episode. And so like that was so normal mm. to me that I don't think I ever really grasped the, oh, he di-, like the actor died. They wrote Wit off the show for two years and then brought him back in this episode. Right. Yeah. Like, I think I very much just kind of rolled with, uh, oh, yeah, Wit's been gone for, you know, a couple weeks in the Middle East. And now we go and find him. And mm-hmm. yeah. that's fun. And I don't recognize there any being any difference between voice actors. And like, it just wasn't that part of it didn't pack the punch. Um, and I think, yeah, even now it's hard to appreciate how huge deal that would be mm-hmm. well and i don't i didn't listen to them air on the radio sure i listened sure. to the tapes yeah so i didn't appreciate the same span of time but i oh, did yeah. understand the span of episodes yeah mm. right which is significant i mean like you can still yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean if you're listening to every episode between when he leaves and when he comes back that's a lot of episodes right. <laughs> it's like four albums or something yeah like it's not yeah, yeah it's nothing to be laughed off well, and it's something that even if you didn't notice it right away, you would notice it eventually. Like, or like if you noticed it right away, and then it kind of got normal, and then yeah, yeah. like it's it, it it's long it's a long enough period of time that there's multiple experiences that you can have with Wit's absence there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like this is this is the first interaction that we are seeing on screen of. Wit and Tasha, which is like yeah. interesting, right? Because there's like all the implication during Blackguard, and she's talking about you know it being, you know, TA four one eight was her and Wit, like the mm-hmm. A is Avery, and like all of that stuff, so that it just feels like, so when they don't, they just know each other in this episode, and that's cool, and you get it. But it's like the reality is like this is the first time we have a they, them interacting. This is the first time that Jason. Is inter- like this actor for Jason is interacting with this actor for Wit. Right. Like they mm-hmm. were previously two different people in the Mortal Coil. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like there is so much happening here. Um, and so Jason goes back to Odyssey and Wit decides to is staying in the Middle East and Eugene's staying with him for a time. Yeah. Um, which I didn't remember. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Fun. It's a good. 
it's a good note to end on. And the Wit and Eugene stuff in this episode is strong. Yes, it really is. Wit, like we said, Wit supporting Eugene's kind of crisis of faith. And, you know, I, I feel like Wit does a good job of, like you said, like validating Eugene's experience, but also like like hearing his concern, but also reminding him that he doesn't have to be afraid if he if he chooses to place his trust elsewhere. And well, and he, they bring back the best parts of Wit yeah. for this episode. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. The fun, yeah, the fun. I would say you know, even across like the part two and part three, like, yeah, all of Wit's presence in this three-parter is really, yeah, really strong and kind of the highlights, like you said. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And uh, so they're they're in the airport and um, Jason is flying back to Odyssey and Wit, or like uh, Dylan said, Eugene's staying with Wit. And they ask Wit when he's going to come back. And uh, what does he say? Like, you'll never know. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and part of, I mean, we talked about it before, but like part of the, the thing with this, with these episodes is they thought that this might be them writing Wit off the show. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they were written that they could go either way depending on fan reaction. And they don't put out another episode after this for like three and a half months. Like Mm -hmm. this is like a big break in the Odyssey chronology. Like Mm -hmm. they're like, all right, we got these episodes out. Now we're like taking the summer off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all going to go think up ideas and listen to the feedback and, you know, search our hearts, try and figure out what we're going to do on on the other side. Um, which is, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting once again, like thinking through it with that context, not having that context growing up, right? Mm-hmm. like just yeah. having the, oh yeah. And then you've, and then the next episode starts playing. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. You don't, yeah. You don't think about the fact that there are creatives involved and this was the, the climax of their creative efforts for the last, what year, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else you feel like you got to get off your chest about this episode or about all three of these episodes? Like, what's... Yeah. What else do we need to hit on the way out? I think it's interesting how quickly they get Jason into a relationship and get him out of a relationship. (laughs) Like, if you listen to them chronologically, he's only engaged for, what, like, four, five episodes? Yeah. It's not many. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, it, it's like a, a we talk. An it's love. It love is in the air. Parts one and two. There's an episode where they almost get married that we didn't cover mm-hmm. in between these two, which is like the one where he like tries to get married at town hall and everyone freaks out. Right, yeah, right. and then and then there's this one, and then like we're done, <laughs> and like it feels like. It's funny because it's like later in this arc, we'll talk about for whom the wedding bells toll. Right. Mm-hmm. Which feels like Jason and Tasha should be one of the couples involved in all that. Right. And it's just like, no. No. Nope. no. Like, we're just, nope. We've we've done it. We've, 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 we've solved their relationship. Like, Tasha's off to mm. go do her own thing. Wit's going to do, or Jason's going to do his. Like, it's, But yeah. don't you think Small Town Odyssey, like, the ideal way that ends is that they end happily ever after and have kids and do that whole thing yeah Yeah. but she's not a christian exactly they they poisoned the well they've Uh, been poisoning the well (laughs) gotcha like that is 
that is like the fundamental like irreconcilable oh, difference. Right, she's never two. like this is never actually has a shot. But but yeah, realize that. And this is and this is the final episode with Tasha in it. Interesting. As this actress, she then comes back in um, album fifty, being voiced by a different actress, and then returns again in the the Rydell Revelations. Um, Yeah. Spoiler alert for those episodes. Um, Please don't listen to them. Yeah, Uh, they're bad. But like this is this is it. She she's done. Goodbye, Tasha from the show. You were so good in a name not a number, and pretty dang charming in Love Is in the Air, and a little bit disappointing in Search for Wit. Yeah. yeah, but still hot nonetheless. Still hot for sure, as we've discussed many times now. Do you do you, do you need do you need to weigh in on Tasha's hotness? Is that I she mean, I was attractive. Yes, she, she sounds pretty attractive. My version of. Tasha is brunette. Oh, okay. Like, okay. You're a little you're, darker yep. complexion, yeah, 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 yeah. darker eyes, maybe an mm-hmm. ethnic nose. I could, <laughs> like Aunt Renee's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no shade, Nay. Love your nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Colleen, what would yeah. you like to plug? Oh, great question. Good shoes. Yeah. Definitely plugging get good shoes. It makes a huge difference in like just posture and joints and all that lovely stuff. All right. Also, teachers. Yeah. It's the end of school. Give your teacher a hug. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of time and effort into this school year. And uh, yeah, it's easy to walk out and not think about it until it's too late. Yeah. Do we do love teachers? Teachers, this podcast education is cool. Pro teacher, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, one of the few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not too many of us left. <laughs> it's all these uh, pro AI podcasts. <laughs> um, all right, well, we did it. We made it through the search for what? Yeah, this is insane. It really That's... ended with a whimper, not a bag. But... You know, it really did. <laughs> but we've still got more episodes but to talk about. But we've still got more episodes. The mega arc. Um, now I've got a now I've got an Indiana Jones hat. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this, true. This series has been a, a big transformation. And you've seen Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones, yeah, which is oh. huge. Yeah. You I didn't mean, see Indiana Jones? He had, like, barely watched Raiders. I for, watched the, Raiders. For the first How did you have our father and not mm-hmm. watch Raiders, like, five times? He, I never watched it with him. I watched yeah. it with Brendan once. What? I know. I know. What? Me and Dad always but watched Jurassic Park and, and Godzilla and all. I mean, I spent a lot of time with our father. <laughs> We've watched plenty yes. of movies. Just not that one. Yeah. Yeah. What about like the Patriot or any of nope. the other? Well, oh, I was too gosh. young to watch those because those are R. Patriot, you the Patriots are too R. young, but you're not too young. Yeah. You haven't been too young for a while now, sir. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Ugh. But like when the Patriot was in its, you know, social relevance height, <laughs> where well, he would be interested in thinking about it, and Air watching Force it. One, all, those. all right. Well, I am glad that you have finally watched. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh huh. I'm kind too. of confused why I had to wait for the search for wit for that one, but okay. Yep. I mean, you can ask yeah. the same thing about uh, It's a Wonderful Life. So that one makes more sense. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that is all for this week. We will be back next week for episode 362 The Right Choice, part one. Bye, guys. Bye. Godspeed.